CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. It's Saturday night, November 24th, 2012. I'm coming to you from my bedroom, sitting here on my bed. Haven't done a lot of podcasts from the bed, although I think I have done one or two. But anyways, the uh, 24th of November, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Eric Carr died 21 years ago today, 1991. So there you have it. I met Eric Carr once, but we've spoken about this on uh, Talking Metal, I think only once, and that was backstage at the, not not really backstage, back at the hotel, we were hanging out and met him there, uh, where he was having a drink at the bar, back on the Crazy Nights Tour, John and I met him, great guy, got an autograph from him on my uh, Crazy Nights program that I'd bought at the show, John and I lived in Boston at the time. John Astronomy, great guy, one of my best friends. We're going to be uh, back together this Wednesday recording another episode of Talking Metal. So looking forward to that. Today, let's uh, try to hit a few emails, a few tweets, a few Facebook comments, and also talk about Fastway, a great band. First to Talking Metal Toast, I'm drinking Johnny Walker on the rocks tonight. You know, I have this, like, I don't even know what you call it fine uh, container that you put uh, like scotch and stuff in. You pour it out of the bottle, you buy it, and you put it in this other fancy looking thing. I forget the name of it. So what I'm drinking tonight is actually a mixture. I've been using my uh, chemistry skills. It's uh, Johnny Walker red and black mixed together. You know, I put black in the container at first, and then I was running a little low. The black's a little more expensive. In these hard times, we have to save money, so I went to the red and just mixed them together. So, I don't know, black and red, it's kind of a, it's a hybrid here happening tonight in my glass. So there you go. Fastway was a great band. You know, I, I, I freaking used to really absolutely adore that first record, the first Fastway record. Fastway was a band that was formed by Fast Eddie Clark, who is known 
for playing on all that classic Motorhead stuff. You know, the he was really only in Motorhead for, I don't know, four or five years. I might be wrong on that. I'm just riffing off the top of my head here. But um, he played on all the big stuff that you you know and love, all the big hits from the late 70s, early 80s. That's all Fast Eddie Clark with Lemmy on that. And he he left Motorhead. He formed Fastway with uh, Pete Way from UFO, who I, I believe was done with UFO at that time. I'm not sure. And Pete Way bailed on Fastway before the album came out. I don't think he even played on the record. There's some conflicting reports. Some people say he was listed as a as a band member on the first Fastway record, but he didn't actually play. There are other reports that he did actually play some, a little bit, on the first record. So believe believe who you want. Say what you will, if you're with me. That was the first Fastway record. And what I remember about Fastway is, is you know, that checkerboard pattern. We had seen that Eddie Van Halen around this time was wearing the Vans, you know, the slip-on Vans. And I remember my friend Derek Sivers, who went on to find, uh, found CD Baby and Host Baby and went on to sell it to become a multi-multi-millionaire. One of my best friends from high school. And, and through my 20s, too, we were together at Berkeley and in New York City. He produced my first uh, record, the first Captain T record, U.S. Aliens. Anyways, he, um, he used to have a cutoff Fastway shirt that he would wear and... and it, and he'd have like this red members only jacket. Actually, it was a red leather jacket, uh, 80s cut jacket that he wore over top of it. And he looked freaking cool. He had the long hair. This Derek Sivers back in the the Hinsdale Central 1980 days. And that's my high school, Hinsdale Central. And um, he uh, made, at least in our small circle of friends, the checkerboard fashion sense even stronger bringing it uh, kind of into our bubble, if you will, with his Fastway shirt, which was basically the the album cover, the first Fastway uh, album cover. And Fastway, again, that first album, it's just great. It's a, it's a 10. It's, uh, you know, I always say that, that albums, for the most part, were never good through and through, but that first Fastway record was. It was one that just about every song would rock you. And, you know... Feel Me, Touch Me, and Say uh, say What You Will was on that record, Easy Living. There was a lot of great stuff on that record. One song that I think sometimes gets a little overlooked was We Become One, and we're going to hear that right now. This is We Become One, off the first Fastway record.
What you just heard was Fastway. We become one on Talking Metal, the Talking Metal podcast. One of the longest running metal podcasts out there, really. I mean, Metal Injection, I know, was around before us. But to me, their podcasting technique is, was always a little weird back in the day. I've kind of don't follow them anymore. I like the Metal Injection guys. I occasionally run into them in shows. And I, I think whenever they put out a good product and they uh, have fun with it, they've made me laugh. But I've kind of, you know, they're more extreme than we are, more extreme metal. But um, I do uh, I do have a, a, a soft spot for them. They were definitely, I, I believe, doing podcasting before we were. And the one thing that was weird, though, they, they you know, they would have like 10 different podcasts and you know, by different people, maybe not 10, but like six or seven, and they put them all out over the same stream, like the MSR cast and Entropio or Entropio, I can't even remember the name of it, League. Those are, you know, some of the originals back in the day, and they'd put them out all over, the, you know, through the same feed, which I always thought was weird. You know, so if you didn't like one of the five podcasts, you were like forced to download it onto your, uh, your, your, iPod, you know, but so that so was kind of weird. But yeah, Talking Metal has been around a while and we we still enjoy doing it. I can't wait to meet up with John on Wednesday to record another episode. And I was going to say we're the longest running metal podcast, but that's probably not true. I don't know. We're definitely one of them, though. If not the longest, we're close to it. You know, like I know the one guy on Metal Injection, uh, Jim from Entropio, Entropio League. I can't remember the name of the freaking show. Yeah, but he stopped for a while, and then he started back up, which would mean he isn't, you know, he had a break, so he wasn't consistently running like we were. But we're not in competition. We're just rocking. Fastway. Uh, yeah, I got a letter a few months back, which I never read. I meant to read it. I'm going to read it now. And it says, hey, Mark, this is Mike from Rockaway. I love the shows. I listen to them all. Have you heard the new Fastway? I am a fan and automatically b- bought it. It honestly, I I honestly had low expectations. No Dave King. Dave King, for you guys listening, that was the original vocalist of Fastway, who had a great Robert Plant-esque voice. Uh, No Dave King, and I remember the two that they put out in the late 80s without him. Was it two or just one, Mike? I I thought, maybe you're right, maybe it was two in the late 80s. I, I know that, I seem to remember only one without him, but you probably know more than I do. However, I'm floored over how good this is. Fast Eddie's riffs are top-notch, as I expected. The singer is awesome. He sound a, he kind of sounds like Glenn Hughes. Well, that's not a bad thing, is it? Check it out. The CD is titled Dog Eat Dog. You could probably get Eddie Clark on the show. That would be a great interview. Yeah, that would be great. I'd love to talk to him. As you know, we've stopped doing interviews. We're going to start back up again, I think, trying to work that out. I think, really soon. Uh, And then a little bit later, Mike sent me another one. He said, I did some research, some more digging on this lineup. The singer's name is Toby Jepson. He also has a band called Little Angels. Apparently, he also appears with Ripper Owens in the Dio Disciples. Ah, cool. I did not know that. Funny thing, my 3.5-year-old loves the CD of all the things I play in the car, and I play a lot of stuff. He loves the Fastway release. He keeps asking if we are going to see Fastway. Wow, a three-and-a-half-year-old. That's great. Anyway, if you could please play something off of it, maybe leave the light on or sick as a dog. 
The band has a website, fastwayofficial.com. Thanks, and keep up the great work with Talking Metal. Mike. All right, thanks for your two emails, Mike. Yeah, let's do it. Let's play, uh, let's see, what do I got? I, uh, yeah, Leave the Light On. Let's do that right now on Talking Metal. This is I would, not really brand new Fastway at this point. It's probably almost a year old, but nonetheless new compared to any other Fastway. And in Mike's uh, defense, he did um, he did uh, email me probably like four or five months ago, so it was newer when he emailed me. So anyways, somewhat new Fastway right now. This is Leave on the Lights.
Lights by Fastway. Sounds great, Mike. Thanks for suggesting it. I did download most of the CD off of iTunes, and now I'm listening to it on Spotify, too, where where it's up. And they also posted uh, a bunch of old live stuff by Fastway on Spotify. I'm sure it's on iTunes, too, called Steal the Show, which I need to check out. I haven't checked that out yet. But again, I have great memories of that. those first two Fastway records were really great. And I, I liked, a lot of people didn't like it, but I like some of the stuff they did for the Trick or Treat movie. I know some of those songs, I believe, were just songs that were on other CD or other albums, you know, but um, there were some original songs on there, too. I liked that album. Those were kind of the three I remember. I believe there was one in between All Fired Up and Trick or Treat, although I don't know for sure. But the first two albums I really loved, especially that first one, which is just an all-time 80s metal hard rock classic if you don't have it. And a couple things, you know, like I said earlier, I wanted to mention uh, Pete Way was involved in forming the band but left before it really got off the ground. Pete Way went on, I believe, after that to join Ozzy's band and did a tour with them and then was let go or, or maybe quit Ozzy's band. But yeah, pretty wild that Pete Way from UFO was in Fastway. He played with Ozzy for a, a brief amount of time in, in you know, post-Randy and post-Randy Rhodes. And then went on to form a really great 80s metal band that's very underrated uh, called Wasted, who I saw open for Maiden. Steve Harris was a big fan of Wasted. He used to wear their their shirt. I know Mar- Martin Popoff, the, the great heavy metal critic, was also a fan of some of the Wasted stuff back in the, the 80s. Just about everything Pete Way gets his hands on is has some some good moments if it if it's not great all the way through which most of it is so cool fast way so we've heard two fast way we tracks we heard a classic from the early 80s and we heard uh, a more recent 2011 late 2011 release by fast way thanks to our friend mike out in rockaway i don't know if he's in mike are you in rockaway new jersey or are you in out by the Rockaway Mall, or are you out in Rockaway, New York, Rockaway, Queens, I think, right? Uh, which was just devastated by, actually, both towns hit hard by the hurricane. But the the beach out there in, in New York, Rockaway Beach, that area, just hit so incredibly hard. And I hope uh, you're okay. We're still recovering here. We're, our house is all fucked up, but we're um, we're safe. And the inside of the house is is perfect at this point, but we got a lot of work to do on the outside. It's funny we used to have like all these beautiful trees all around our house. They're all gone. They either fell over in the storm and and effed up our house, or I I had them cut down, which cost me a fortune. But because they had been damaged, eh, never mind. Blah blah blah. Hurricane Sandy. Who cares anymore? All righty. Uh, so let's just keep going here. Love talking fast away with you guys. Thanks to Mike for uh, bringing up the subject matter. Let's try to stay relevant. Let's try to stay hip, see what's going on here. Sirius XM has two channels, Channel 40, which is Liquid Metal, which I don't really listen to all that much, and Channel 37, which is Octane. I don't really listen to that channel that much either, just being honest. 
listen to Stern occasionally and listen to Lou Carl on uh, Hair Nation. But um, that's all I really do on Sirius. But let's review what they're up to over there. Here are the top three albums on Liquid Metal, Sirius XM's Channel 40. Number three, Thy Will Be Done, Temple. Number two, Testament, Dark Roots of Earth. And number three, Down, Down 4, Part 1, The Purple EP. Let's check it out. Here is a little Down off The Purple EP.
continuing on with our look at Sirius XM Radio. The other uh, hard rock and contemporary station is called Octane. It's channel 37 on Sirius XM. Here are their top three records. Hailstorm, a band that once opened for Captain T Astronomy, uh, John, <laughs> John and I's band back in the day. True story. A uh, long, long time ago before they were signed. They were just like, I remember their drummer was like 16 and his their the drummer's sister was the singer of the band. Anyways, Hellstorm is at number three on Octane. Their latest is called The Strange Case of. At number two, Stone Sour with House of Gold and Bones, part one. And at number one, In This Moment with Blood, our good friends. Not many of them actually left in the band anymore, but Chris and Maria still carrying on with with uh, in this moment and Chris was always a great friend to talking about all I used to email him a lot I've, I am friends with him on Facebook although I've l- lost touch with him a little bit hope he's doing well hope Maria is doing well always like their stuff this is called whore and it is new in this moment off the blood record About the one thing you can live without. Yeah, I'm the girl you've been waiting for. I have you down on your knees, I'll love you back and for more. You probably thought I wouldn't get this far. You thought I'd end up in the back of a car. You probably thought that I'd never escape. I'd be a rider to change and be a slave to this place. You don't know how hard I fought to survive. Waking up alone when I was left to die. And you don't know about this life I've led. All these roads I walk, all these stairs I
what you just heard was a little in this moment. Let's go to the emails right now on Talking Metal. I got a lot of them. I'm not going to hit all of them right now. I'll hit some of them in the next episode. First off, oh, a donation came in. I wanted to say thank you to James Bennett, sending in $5. James, thank you. As always, thanks, James. A big supporter of Talking Metal. Appreciate any support you guys can give us. And uh, James is over in Australia, so thanks a lot. We, we tend to have a lot of listeners in New Zealand and Australia. I'm not sure why. Okay, here comes another uh, email. Hey, Mark. Some quick feedback on the latest episode of Talking Metal, History of Oz, 1973. That's episode 395, I believe, if you guys want to check it out. I thought it was great. In fact, I think it was the best episode I've heard for quite some time. I've been a listener for some years now, but somewhere around number episode 300 or so, I lost interest and only listened casually to Talking Metal. Thinking about why I like this new episode so much gave me an idea that maybe you can use in some way or another. I came to listen to heavy metal in the 90s, mainly introduced by then already then already well-established Metallica. I was, of course, aware of a lot of stuff from the 80s and 70s, but I only knew Deep Purple and Queen quite well. Almost totally missed out on Sabbath and Zeppelin. In the late 90s, I was addicted to Caius and others. And that really was the point where I became a real fan of music. I was almost 30 years old by then. So what I like a lot about your older podcast was the educational value that it had, showing how a lot of bands' sounds in metal were linked by influences and sometimes even by people coming from one band, continuing in another. One could really feel how you and John have been deeply in love with this music for a long time. So I learned a lot. But also, and this is now my main point, I identified with both of you, and it almost felt like I had that time with these old and legendary bands and albums as well. In reality, I had first listened in detail to Sabbath in my 30s, and then, of course, I had a whole bunch of music available to me right away. When you are ingesting 10-plus albums in one year, you don't appreciate every album like you should. So your podcast gave me part of the experience. Sabbath's just an example. And with your latest podcast, you did this again, although possibly not from a personal experience. Diving into 1973, looking at all other bands, coming up with interesting, interesting trivia. It's the Johnny Walker hit me. Uh, So my idea was I would give this history a slightly different spin. I wouldn't make it a history of Oz, but a history of fans growing up with Sabbath and Zeppelin. What else did they listen to? What was it like to wait for the new Sabbath to come out? And cool, and uh, Andreas goes on to give some other examples of... of, uh, of what we could do with this uh, type of thing. Cool. I appreciate your your input. I'm sorry I'm not reading the whole email. He ends it saying, I hope I managed to make my point clear. You did. And thank you for a great podcast. Well, thank you for listening, man. And it uh, makes me sad that you've, you've lost interest. But uh, thanks for coming back. And I hope you can stay with us. Here's an email that came in on my Facebook page. 
another Australian. This guy, Mike. What did I tell you? We have a lot of Australian guys. Let me first take another sip of this fine Johnny Walker, as, uh, as Michael Butler would say. Although he usually drinks beer, but this fine Johnny Walker. Fine. Red and black. Uh, this came into my Facebook page, which is facebook.com. M. Striegel. My last name is spelled S-T-R-I-G-L. M-S-T-R-I-G-L. Hey, Mark, I'm from Australia, and I just want to let you know the podcast is still rocking. If people want to tell you it's crap, if people want to tell you it's crap, let them. I love nothing better than listening to you talk about all things metal, and I have found a lot of new music through your music-based episodes. Hope John can find a bit more time to help. I think both you guys rock, and I've been listening for years now, and I will never get tired of talking metal. Cheers, Mike. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. It means a lot, definitely. You are awesome. And yeah, we have gotten quite a bit of negative uh, criticism about people losing interest in the podcast and, and whatnot. Let's jump over to Twitter before we uh, sign out for tonight. Twitter Twitter. Okay, let's read some tweets. I don't know if I'm going to get to the Facebook comments today. I, we have been having good discussion on Facebook uh, post the Talking Metal forums closing. So please join me. Join me on my Facebook page. Okay, so looking at Twitter, we have two Twitter accounts: uh, Twitter.com/talkingmetal and Twitter.com/striegel. All right, and I am here. Comes one. Uh, as of now, I am not subscribing to your podcast anymore. Your shows have really gone downhill in the last year or two. Thanks. All right. Thanks for your tweet. Fuck you. Uh, Tune Guns. That guy, by the way, was V-H-A-U-K-S-S-O-N on Twitter. Uh, Tune Guns says, Loving the show still, guys. The Mars Attacks one was brilliant. Keep up the good work. Looking forward to more. Cool, the one I did with Victor from Mars Attacks, the Led Zeppelin kiss one. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. If you haven't heard it, go back and check it out. Tune Guns again says, Sorry to hear you had issues with the hurricane. Does the Amazon link work outside of the U.S.? I, I have no idea. I think it does, but I don't know. Nothing... 953 gives us a follow Friday. You do that a lot, man. I appreciate it. Axel underscore Rose, not the real guy, gives us a follow Friday too. A lot of follow Fridays always. Thank you guys. Dennis Leaf Lung, our good drummer friend, says uh, make sure they don't bill you. Oh, that was, uh, never mind, not going to read that. Uh, Saint Rebel Music. Hey, dudes, have you had a chance to listen to the Battle Sin and Saints yet? I have no fucking clue what you're talking about, dude. Thanks for the tweet. TJ Crazy underscore chemist says, one of my all-time favorite Black Sabbath songs. Great job, guys. Always, He's referring to the um, Sabbath jam we posted on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash talking metal. TJ Crazy chemist under, TJ Crazy underscore chemist goes on to say, please post the I'm Broken jam that we did with the guys in In This Moment and Girl. That should be up there, dude. I think that's on the our, our YouTube page somewhere, or someone's posted it. I don't know. It has like 200,000 views or more, uh, or maybe not quite that many. It has probably 100,000 views. Anyways, um, 
Nothing. 953 again tweets, you guys going out to Vegas to see Guns N' Roses? Unfortunately not. Uh, skipping over Metal Moment podcast. Uh, wow, thank you. It was amazing. I don't know what he's referring to. I'm not going to... Okay. Um, Come T-Cycle says, liking the way Mark Striegel is mixing up the Talking Metal podcast over recent episodes. Thanks, dude. Oh, and Dan from Chicago, T-L-U-T-Z-K-A, tweets, what happened to the forums? Also, is there a 25-minute version of November Rain that I can get my hands on? Dude, Dan, you're crazy. I have no idea what you're talking about. The forums we've announced on the show that they're gone. Uh, you obviously don't listen to the podcast. But, yeah, they're, they're gone. They're long gone. What else we got here? I'm going to check the my personal Twitter account uh, and just let you know that we got a lot of the same guys tweet me on the personal one. Um, DJ Wiser always checking in with me. He's a good guy. Yeah, so not, nothing real great on the personal one. Let me see. Brad Greenspan, 42, uh, tweeted me. Oh, and being from Chicago suburbs, I guess he felt bad that we got... Oh, here we go. He first tweet from him says, The 73 podcast was real cool and a great theme. I like you naturally without a script, personally, but great tunes and interesting stories. Thanks for it. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for listening. That was, The 1973 one's kind of a hit. I'm glad you guys dig it. Then he says, being from the Chicago suburbs, I wanted to send you a Lou Malanati's pizza in light of your Sandy troubles for you and your family. Yeah, Brad, I tweeted you back. I, just, I really appreciate the, the offer to send me pizza, but you know, I don't know how pizza gets here, if I'd even feel comfortable eating it after it's been like in the mail. Uh, it just seems weird. Uh, thanks for the offer, and I know you mean well with that tweet and if i come to chicago i'm going to take you up on it because i love deep dish pan style pizza new york pizza sucks chicago pizza is the bomb not a thin crust fan like a little bread in my pizza yeah so brad you rule you're a longtime supporter and listener and i really appreciate the offer but don't don't worry about sending a pizza out Send your good vibes. I think you tweeted that in another tweet, and I appreciate that. That's uh, that's all, all we need. We're, we're in good shape. All right. It's past my bedtime. i got to go, guys. Uh, watching a little uh, Rolling Stones documentary that I taped off of HBO called Crossfire Hurricane, which is really good. Good so far. Enjoying it. Big documentary fan, especially the music docs. So that'll be it for today. We're going to end with, what should we end with? I have no fucking clue. Rush, the spirit of the radio.
prophets were written on the stupid 